Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Becca, joined by my co-host, Dustin. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about how I feel this morning. We're both waking up, so this is going to be good. Yeah, we were just joking before the episode started that we always end up going to events the night before we record podcasts for some reason. Every single so. time. And then we record early in the morning. Yeah. I haven't had any tea or coffee. That's surprising. I know. I know. I just didn't, I didn't have time to even steep a tea this morning, so I'm, I'm going for it. Wow, dad life, huh? Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> it. This is pure dad life on my part um, of getting a teething one-year-old that was... Uh, and, well, that's the thing is uh, this event okay. that Beck and I were at last night, I still ended up uh, being up from about 10 o'clock till about 12.30 with a teething oh, no. one-year-old. So, um, yeah, I feel great <laughs> is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it this morning. Killing it. <laughs> yeah, we actually don't have anything to plug or talk about, which plug. is fun. There's not a, any events coming up in the next couple weeks. How's everything for you? Busy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really busy. <laughs> uh, events started coming back within the last few months, as you know, but there's a lot of them now that I'm uh, going to events in Eau Claire now with our... Uh, expansion happening. There's gonna, suddenly a lot more events to go to. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> now you have to cover two towns um, yes. at all times. And believe it or not, there's only one of me, so... Yeah, that's true. I'll figure it out, but... Are they going to... Yeah, really is it just going to still be you and your department, like, kind of doing all the marketing and stuff, or...? Our marketing department currently is two full-time people. Okay. Ideally, someday we'll have more people in yeah. our department, yeah. So hopefully, maybe with the big Eau Claire expansion, maybe that's your... Well, that's what we're hoping end. for, yeah. Cool. So, we'll see. It's all Excited. up in the air still. Yeah. We're still set to open in the fall, September, October. That's going to be great. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, people in Eau Claire are excited for the new co-op. I know, it's very cool. It's going to be super cool. Uh, every time I drive past it, there's like many more... Things, things. moved and up. And yeah. They're working on all the exterior walls, and they put in all the, like, big steel beams and stuff this week, so. That's cool. It looks like a building now. Are you excited yet, or is it still too far away? I'm excited. Or did your excitement go, and then, like, kind of fade, and now it's back up? It kind of comes and goes. I think because this isn't the first expansion that I've been around for, it's... I suppose. I kind of know what to expect a little bit more than last time around, and last time I was working here for less than a year when we expanded so. yeah i don't know it's exciting it's not as nerve-wracking as last time though for me anyways. yeah yeah but that's cool my yeah. involvement definitely comes in a little bit closer way, to way the opening that's when you'll probably start to feel is once you're getting closer anyway yeah, planning so. opening events and stuff like that sure oh, well i'm excited that should be fun but for now we're just jogging along building a store Market and Johnson's doing something. Yeah, know. it's it's in that phase right now. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're it's good at their jobs, up. and we just let them the, do it. Let them do it. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Well, that should be fun. What about uh, you? Anything new? Um. Well, I got to start a new job mm-hmm. at the Chippewa Valley Museum in Eau Claire, so that's cool for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm over there now. Um, yeah, the other thing, I guess, is like in the ebbs and flows of things, I'm also people who listen i'm on the board of the historical society and we have been doing our solar victory garden project for the last year year and a half of raising money for solar panels and uh we've had this we have this like epa grant that we've been waiting on for like a year um and we are we're unable to do like any prep work without like because it was part of the grant that you don't get the money if you start you have to wait until this gets signed and stuff so we 
unfortunately didn't start doing anything last year like we wanted to even though like we're ready to go mm-hmm. and uh this last week uh, got signed and we're ready to go Ooh, and yeah. now it's like 100 percent official that uh cool. we're gonna have solar power over at the museum hopefully a second the ground thaws and we can jam jam things into the ground <laughs> and put panels up they're gonna be up it's unfortunate Why did you say I, I don't know because that's what it's going to look like we have this um everybody on the board knows that we have this like old shed that sits right where the elk pen is like mm-hmm. right there's that shed that's ours oh and i don't know how it stands like i don't physically know how it's still standing there and all i've wanted to do is tear that shed down like all i want to do because <laughs> i mean i can probably like, it is it's <laughs> i can't wait me and uh, lucas chase who's also on the board uh that's all we want to do is tear that shed it's so gross and ugly and it just stand, sits there what's in it uh, nothing really because yeah. we don't think it's habitable for even mm-hmm. like stuff i always so, assumed they just stored all the food for the animals in there yeah i know no that's our property and stuff that's what everybody thinks oh. that's why i want to i go learn on. new things every time we record this I podcast know. <laughs> so i want to go on i want to go on so then i can start putting solar panels up cool so yeah so it's gonna be cool congratulations so you get to get you. rid of your shed i know some trees the shed and uh then we're um the museum will hopefully uh pay zero dollars in uh, electric bills every month which cool. will be sweet that's gonna make that whole area look so different too. i know it'll it's be really cool so cool just the, where the location will be uh, again the historical society's down by kind of park where if you ever go to by the animals so like right when you go see the elk and stuff i mean they're gonna the four the two sets of two sets of two that we have so four arrays mm-hmm. or whatever you however you say it um are going to be right there and we're going to you know make it a garden and make it really nice so if people are over by the elk and stuff they can come over and see that and make it educational and stuff oh, it's going to mm-hmm. be so cool i know fun fun i'm glad that's happening this summer. i know finally we wanted it last summer but so that's cool now awesome. i'm in back in my excitement mode for it because i was going to the ebbs and flows mm-hmm. of like how just sad we were that we didn't get it done last year and then when melissa neelan the director over there um brought it up we were all just yes we started clapping <laughs> we're like finally we raised all this money and did this it huge have just been sitting on a huge it, yeah. project that we we're not known for huge projects over there so it's nice to have a win yeah well yeah it was big. a really big push too i know i've talked to you and melissa in the process of yeah that whole fundraising campaign which is hard yeah it's a lot of work it's a lot of work <laughs> and that place doesn't raise that much money and maybe ever like on our own without wow. like a big donor so i mean there's there was a couple really good generous donors but uh um yeah to like boots on the ground try to raise Mm -hmm. one hundred and fifty thousand is not high on our list of things that we do very and to raise money for something that is like the first of its kind in town too is pretty exactly that's the big that's That's the big thing right there and i think we're only like the second museum in the state to like be solar powered and like fully solar powered like other ones have panels but yeah we have enough all year oh yeah and hopefully so. maybe some extra so cool yeah it should be cool well speaking of new things yeah we got a, we do have other a new things in town yeah um today we're joined by ann vogel the lovely owner of our new bookstore in town dragon tail books welcome to the show thank you for having me <laughs> i'm excited and a little nervous oh. <laughs> look at that we're fine yeah, yeah. We're, just, <laughs> okay. we're, just, we're just killing time with our lives right now <laughs> we've seen each other this is when beck and i see each other now so we just talk about our lives on on microphone. <laughs> How is everything going so far in the first uh, little bit of your tenure over here? Yeah, it's going well. So people are excited. People are coming in to see see our dragon hanging from the ceiling. So cool. Yeah. So you've been open for about a month now. Going on a month? Yeah, December 29th was the soft opening. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So yeah. 
how did you go about it's like so like, i guess we should just start at the beginning how did you go i about, know i was like, like i don't know where the, to start i have yeah, a lot of getting questions into the, <laughs> getting into the the whole like oh i might own a bookstore downtown well it's been a process so i actually talked to susan when she wanted to sell i don't know four or five years ago. I was going to okay. say, Susan was talking about <laughs> yeah. selling for like uh, oh, she's years. Been, since I've known her. Since, <laughs> since I've known her, she's talked about she selling. She always, yeah, was always joking about yeah. retiring. I was yeah. like, oh wow, she finally retired? Uh, yep. So Good Susan job, was Susan. the owner of uh, Bookends on Main, which is where you got, I'm sure you were going to say that, but. Yes. Just. Yes. So, um, so we discussed it, but it just wasn't the right time. And then I thought someone else would buy Bookends on Main because everyone I talked to was like, oh yeah, I love the bookstore and I want to own the bookstore and everyone had ideas but um it didn't quite happen so then I saw she was selling again and I'm like I'm gonna do it this time <laughs> um but I am you know she's had this bookstore um in town for 13 years I believe and it's been in town for you know decades we've had a independent bookstore so I wanted to continue that tradition and Susan's been so helpful with the transition and teaching me the ropes. Um, and so I just did it and I wanted to add some wonder and whimsy to town by um, making it a little bit more magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, and Menominee, that was like a big thing I know a lot of people said was that when, you know, Susan, of course, kind of went in and out of like wanting to sell and stuff. And whenever she would, everybody in town would be like, we need to keep a bookstore. Like, that was always something that I was, people would always say. Even I would say, I'm like, oh, man, I hope somebody doesn't buy that and, you know, turn it into, turn something, it into something else because this town really, re- like, a bookstore is so good for Menominee. So I'm so glad that somebody bought it and kept it that way because mm-hmm. yeah. we need one. Everyone's been so supportive in town. They're like, oh, we're excited you kept it. And, you know, um, and I'm trying to, you know, do more programming. Um, so we just had a, a wonderful talk by Barbara at the candy shop and oh, yeah. about chocolate around the world. So, awesome. so it was a lot of fun. And, and in two weeks, um, Sherry Hagen's going to do a Valentine coupon book. Like okay. if you want to make a Valentine coupon Cute. book. Cute. Yeah. So, so that's something yeah. that's probably on the, on the docket to just kind of keep going there is like mm-hmm. cultivating these yeah. event, or many, mm-hmm. many presentations and events and stuff too, which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to you know, learn about all the businesses downtown and just people who have expertise and I'm like looking for someone who does maple sh- maple syrup would be fun to learn about. <laughs> I know oh, some we, people. We, oh, you did? We okay. had somebody on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that, you did? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Derek, Derek was Derek on the Trainer, podcast. Derek Trainer, he does uh, Maple Essence Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Trainers, a, he, Maple Essence. Yeah, farm. so we have a podcast with him on it and that's, okay. he came on and talked all things okay. uh, maple syrup. He's, okay. It's interesting. He'd be great at that. Oh yeah, I bet he'd be, he would love it. It's so interesting that type of stuff. Well, that's cool. So so yeah, so you get into buying the bookstore. So like, what is like? Obviously, it's a bookstore. So what are some of the, um, like even how do you say like the, the things that you bring to it? Obviously, Susan had her so store. So it's like when you see it, it's like okay, well this is what I like and want, but this is what I feel could be a good addition or changes or those types of things. Um. So we. So I, I did create um, kind of a children's area because the, the space was set up with kind of two separate rooms connected. So I, I expanded the children's area and that's kind of where we'll have our presentations. And I hope to expand the science fiction and fantasy mm-hmm. Um, okay. and bring in a little bit more of that and expand the romance section because people ask about that. And, and integrate more new and used 
so maybe more used books. Sure. Um, so if people want to donate lightly used books, um, mm -hmm. that would be great. That's yeah. a great idea. I'm always in for used books. Same. Yeah. And I have so many that either I didn't finish because I didn't like them enough to finish them. <laughs> I am a b I'm bad at reading books. Like, I have to really like them to finish them. I have a bookshelf of half-finished books because I just, like can't <laughs> so maybe, i'm maybe so i many. don't want those <laughs> no i'm sure they're good i just like i like very particular types of books but i'm more of an audiobook person like i i can finish I them if i listen to them but actually sitting down and reading my attention span is a little too short sometimes sure. unless i'm like really into the book then i'm finish it in two days <laughs> there's no in between <laughs> so so i've learned a little bit about um the independent book selling and there's there's these um, like audiobooks, so Libro FM. Mm -hmm. So I can set up a bookstore, and oh, if people join cool. and and buy audiobooks or become a member, then I get a little bit back. So yeah. it supports supports. So if you didn't want to get audiobooks from somewhere else, and then also Bookshop.org is works with independent booksellers, so that you can have a bookshop. And so if you wanted something instead of using Amazon, you can go through Dragon Tail Books. A little bit comes back, and then you can get it shipped to your house. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's an alternative to Amazon. And then Bookseo, I was allowed, able to set up an ebook and magazine. So cool. Magazine. So Interesting. that's the way you read. Yeah. Then you can go through and support local. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I try to avoid Amazon when my book buying as much as possible. And yeah, I usually buy my audiobooks on like Google Books, Bookstore, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. just because it's on my phone already. But I would love to support yeah. a local business instead. Absolutely. So check out Libro FM. All right, Libro I FM. will. Hmm, exciting. I was just <laughs> thinking about like, oh, I should probably just get an Audible membership or something because I've been listening to a lot of them lately, but no, you can get sounds a like I FM. have a better <laughs> option. Hmm, good. Look at that. See, you, you are learning stuff, right? Yeah, I need. did. I have used the other, what did you say it was called? Bookshop.org? Dot org. Um, a, a different podcaster that I listened to launched her book and through that, and so I got to buy it through uh, bookends and get yeah. it shipped to my house. It was super easy, but it was a little yeah. feel good yeah. thing. <laughs> just like, oh, but I, I, I support you. I am continuing on Susan's tradition of ordering books. So if I don't have it, I, I'll uh, see if uh, I can find it. I was it. just yeah. going to ask. Yeah. I'm assuming that's pretty normal because it's again, it's still an independent bookstore. You can only have one of the you know billion books that are on this world. <laughs> right. um, so that's a pretty easy thing to do. I'm sure just to walk in and if you don't have it, ask request it probably. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's nice for people to know. I don't think people think that enough that no. you can just go in there and just ask because that's what i used to do with susan like i would just assume, like no i mean it's just it's so tough you only have so much space like i mean i'd never and you have an obscure taste i do i do i do well and i would always walk in i'm like there's no way you have these books the book that i want there's just no way i'm like because it's just why would you you know but occasionally you know you'd find some mm -hmm. you know there's some good stuff yeah so so then the other question i have is Obviously, the one you probably all get, the name, the Dragon Tail Books. I remember when I first saw it on Facebook, my first, you know, probably reaction was, all right, well, that intrigues me because mm -hmm. I have no idea what this means, but it's intriguing because, you know, it's so different. So uh, there must be some backstory. I think it's cute. It <laughs> is. It is super cute. I just was like, it just like, I even, I think I remember when I even saw that post, I'm like, is this a new bookstore in Menominee? Because this is like. 
I don't know. Like, I know Menominee. I'm like, this is like a pretty off name for a store in Menominee. A brand? Like, Whoa. It's, exactly. <laughs> like, like somebody like went like kind of off brand and like did something very different to name something, you know? I love it. <laughs> That's yeah, great. I'm glad, it? glad it, it's catching people's attention. Um, so as I said, I've been thinking about this for, <laughs> for years. And so everyone I talked to, I, I came up with all sorts of names like Sparrow Books or... Maybe I should go British Queen Anne's bookshop <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> or play on, but I like a play on words or puns. So then I had red, so R-E-A-D, cedar books, oh. you know, mm, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but then, and if there's any storytellers out there, I'm, I just think there's so many storytellers and the word tail intrigued me. And then the play on word, words with dragon tail. And so just a little fantasy magic Cute. so it just kind of evolved over time and and then with my friend rob we were we're like we can come up with a whole legend about dragons yeah, <laughs> yeah. <So>. exactly <laughs> so, but i like the i think menominee could be a storytelling hub and mm-hmm. maybe with the, the historical museum we could come up with something absolutely because That's a good idea. people have stories and, and if you can tell them really well mm-hmm that's that's a skill. I mean, that's why we started this podcast. Welcome to our medium. Uh, yeah. 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 So many people just told us stories over the years. We're like, we need to put these somewhere. Yeah. These are too good of stories for people to not that's hear. That's exactly why we started. It was just like, oh, man, we know so many interesting people here. So this is like a like an oral history in a way of, of recording something. Um, so, okay. So then I'm just based off like how, how you're speaking. I'm assuming like fantasy and it must be your avenue of books. I, or that's is it... what I tend, I tend to gravitate towards, but I read so widely that I don't know. But I, I just wanted like, ooh, if I could hang a tail from the ceiling, yeah. it would be cool. And I so I'm in a smaller space. But I wanted a wardrobe that you would walk through into the <gasps> kids' section. Oh, my oh, I so wanted that. Maybe someday I'll expand. And <laughs> yeah. And the wardrobe. That That's would be really idea. cool. <laughs> so. I love that. So how did you get into wanting to own a bookstore to begin with? What's your backstory? Well, is this your only job now? It is. <laughs> okay. It yeah, is. Like, I'm all also in. have another <laughs> job because that would be a lot. I know. I'm all in. Um, well, I started as an accountant many, many years ago. Um, so I worked for Kohler Company and then Aurora Healthcare. So I've seen different industries. And then I went back and got my master's in library science. Mm, so okay. then I became a librarian. Sure. So then I was at UW-Baraboo and then at UW-Stout. And gotcha. so it's kind of combining both, you mm-hmm. know, the business side and the library side yeah. and the books. So it's hard, though. Because before I would just give books away, right? Uh, right, <laughs> right. right. So, <laughs> so this is a transition, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you but have to you have to price things now. And yeah. Like, <laughs> take, take. <laughs> Sorry, I have to charge you for this. <laughs> I know it, it is it is a it is a change, but I've just loved to read mm-hmm. my whole life. And, sure, um, that would make sense. So yeah, it's 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 fun, and you get to learn a lot, and I just want to support local and I think downtown is just so vibrant and I want it yeah I want to be part of that and bring people downtown and and just have a space people can enjoy you know find a good book or maybe learn something new or I'm I'm working with um, artists so we have the photography now hanging and someone else is going to come and hang cool that's a good idea so Mm -hmm. I'd like to just support local creatives sure yeah sure 
Um, I know you just started, but like, I, what are the? So I'm not sure if you have an answer to this, but maybe Susan or you have talked about it. Like, what are like the? I'm assuming just like anything, there's like trends. Like, what's trendy right now? Like, when people, what are people reading that you? That, I'm it, also curious about that because yeah. I, I've ended up on the book side of TikTok, and so the trends on TikTok are very different than the trends in real life. Yeah. I've learned. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm curious what what it. Yeah. Is yeah. Going on I'm too. still learning, yep. as you said. Sure. Um, but I mean, in Menominee, it tends to be fiction and children's are like the big, big, um, big sellers. But people are intrigued by the name, by dragons. And mm. so people are like, oh, you must have this dragon book or you must have this dragon book. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get it for you, you know. So so the fantasy, the young adult fantasy, I think is is big. But people love like spare i didn't realize how many people would want the new harry prince harry book <laughs> so oh, yeah right. have copies so i've, heard, I've yeah. heard good things about it mm -hmm. yeah i've seen a couple people reading it it just really? came out like a week or two ago didn't it mm -hmm. oh really yep tell all yes oh man a tell all people have said it's like a quick read it's very interesting so sure yeah hmm. interesting I know that romance books are on the rise right now. That's the, the thing that I keep... All of my book friends are currently stuck in. In romance books? In romance books, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Who are their favorites? I heard Allie Hazelwood is popular. I've heard that one. I can't think of any of the mm -hmm. author's names now because I'm on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I'll get Down back to, to you. Okay. Um, I don't remember. But that's interesting that romance books are something that's coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I th I think that it probably had to do with the pandemic. <laughs> People are just sure. stuck at home reading books. Yeah, I suppose maybe it's, and yeah, and it, and it, overall it probably ends with like a positive. I know that's a big thing post pandemic is people like a little more positivity. You know, I know that was like um, I'm a movie guy, and like when the Academy Awards nominations came out just recently. Um, that's what a lot of people were like, even looking at them. Like overall, like the movies are a little more fun this mm -hmm. like the people the ones that people have gravitated to and like uh have stayed away from you know a couple like you know a typical academy award movie where it's just sad and dour there's like one or two but like everybody else is like mm, like top gun got nominated because <laughs> people are like because top gun's fun and we had a great time and more people i think and i wouldn't doubt if in books it's the same way that people are gravitating towards you know a lighter more fun read I, I would assume that's probably a thing yeah and it's um interesting because i was told that maverick was a film like it was beautifully made it is so <laughs> it absolutely is i, I i've not I, seen it but i'm not a person that jumps on the wagons of like big blockbuster movies that are like you know quote unquote a film that you but top gun maverick is is a movie it is everything that literally a movie should be it's like so good and campy and great to look at and fun and i was like when it's got nominated for a best picture i'm like yep it deserves that mm. because it was so good then they did avatar and then that was a little that was a little eye-rolling but i've we'll, heard of mixed reviews it's fine i didn't go see it with it's fine it's but it's the same thing it i was matter. gonna say everybody has said it's just the same movie in a it different is setting just, basically i mean it's beautiful don't mm -hmm. be wrong it's like the coolest thing you'll ever see but come on same story Let's get but, over it but people are still reading the classics so they come right. looking for you know fahrenheit 451 or they look for jane austen or yeah mm -hmm. yeah so <laughs> yeah that was one of the things when i picked up during the pandemic because the one thing i did do and i have to pick it back up is read a lot and uh yeah that's kind of what i did when i was going through I, the the author i pounded through is eric larson he does the the like 
very, very well written fiction, uh, nonfiction, but it reads so fiction. And that's why it's so, like, his famous one is, uh, I think, I mean, you have to Devil in the White City, mm. which is his H.H. H. Holmes one. That's the one that everybody knows. But uh, the other ones, like, the, there's, like, one about, a you know, a sinking of ship, and, and they're all hist- history. But the way he writes them, I'm like, non- or fiction readers could read these because it doesn't read as history just the way he tells it. Because what's the one with the wireless where oh, there's, like, yeah. a- a murderer and trying to escape on a ship, but they finally had finally communication. Have that one's the, that one. So <laughs> what he does, so his, his, the reason why he like reads like a mystery, like a fiction mystery is like every chapter he'll break up. Besides he did a, he did a, a Stalin one. That was his most recent one. That was the most straightforward history one he ever did. Like where he doesn't kind of, it very reads like a story, but it's not, it's not like how he writes, but that one, that, that one he's, loosely throwing it all together but it's still so fun because like every chapter is set in like three different periods and oh, it all ends cool. on finding a murderer like on this boat and uh, and it's just it's the huge macro of why and it slowly like builds its way down to a micro moment Ooh, into like this tiny tiny moment how these three things connect but in the first like half you're like what are we doing we're reading just mm-hmm. random stuff those are my favorite kind doesn't of doesn't fit together and then it all fits together at the very end. That's a yeah. good one. I don't remember the name of that one. But yeah, I read them all. And I was like, I thought they were all so good. So now he's like the, the author I just like go after. Mm-hmm. I love a mystery thriller book. Especially the one of the recent ones that I read was like down the very last page. It was like the last page of the book that you found out some of the details. And then it was like the blank page next. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can't just leave it like that. <laughs> It's like those indie movies where they just go black screen. Where right. Like, oh, like, well, good I luck. know that I got the information I needed, but I wasn't expecting that abrupt of a finish. Funny. But I, I love a thriller book like that. It's twisty, turny, murder mysteries sure. are my favorite. Shocking, I know. Not so. I'm expanding that too. Trying Look at that. To, yeah. See? So, it's just <laughs> all the things. Trying to get the genres. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, uh, just like as we're starting to wrap up, like book recommendations that you have out there that are like some of your favorite books let's just do some of your favorite books. yeah what do you like to read oh my favorite books yes yeah, so i i kind of tend towards the classics um i love jane austen um but eric larson's great and um but yeah my fantasy books so the wizard of Mercy, anything ursula Le Guin. okay it's fantastic um yeah there's just too many Tolkien. Mm. sure of course <laughs> yeah I can't believe it took us this long into the episode to so bring him up. Yeah, <laughs> bring him. No, yeah, no, no token. I just on. got this illustrated Lord of the Rings. I haven't like it's shrink wrapped, but it has you know the the pages have like Elvish on it, mm-hmm. and Fun. it's his illustrations. Tolkien. I think so. that my <laughs> husband just bought one of the books from that collection. He bought the Silmarillion, but it's a fully illustrated version of it. And, I don't think he's even opened it yet. <laughs> right, right. He's just, like, yeah. he's just supposed to look at it. Yeah, he's, like, he's a huge so Tolkien fan. So. Okay. Our, half, our, half our house is like crystals, plants, witchy stuff, and the other half is Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings. <laughs> it's a hilarious I've combination. I've never actually read Lord of the Rings. I read The Hobbit. Okay. I did read yeah, The Hobbit, which is just an uh, interesting read, but it takes forever. Mm-hmm took me an eternity to read that book you have to kind of learn a new language too while you're reading Absolutely, which is the hard know. part it's a lot to keep up with yeah, yeah. it's just like reading a clockwork orange have you ever read? Oh. i mean it yeah, is it is a tough brutal. it's a brutal <laughs> read. like as a whole it's amazing if you ever watch the movie Mm-mm. okay the, i'm like at least the movie you have the visual to go with like the 
however they speak, which is yeah, really it's like, like a weird slang. Yeah, it's kind of what <laughs> it is. It's like a foreign slang the whole time. But when you read it, I mean, it is like, it is insane to read. <laughs> like you're like, what? What is happening? Who talks like this? Not a human. But it's just this made-up world of like this. How? Yeah, that's a good. That's a crazy one to read. That stuff is so impressive that authors can will just make up like Tolkien made up an entire language for his book series. What? How do you do that? Uh, it's interesting, right? How long does it take to make up an alphabet in a language? And he, well, and he was a linguist. Yeah. So oh, he that he started that with the language, I believe, before the books. Really? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that always that fascinates me too. Is just the fact that like people go in and they write one, knowing that they're going to write like fourteen fantasy books like over their lifetime or something. Because I know I I know plenty of people. I don't read fiction, but I know plenty of people that read like the the fantasy stuff that just blows up and wait for it like every year for mm-hmm. that new next eight hundred page whatever it is i don't know mm-hmm. i know so little about it but yeah it's interesting <laughs> to me so have you if you're not a fiction do you read um have you ever read the midnight in the garden of good and evil Mm-mm. oh that's an author that's like the characters in that in savannah okay it is amazing <laughs> all right well I'm, now i have i need a book recommendation so i'm ready for it mm-hmm. yeah the only fiction i read uh uh, in which I will, uh, when we get off the podcast, I'll ask you for a book that I want. Um, <laughs> is uh, Brett Easton Ellis? Is the, he's the guy who did American Psycho, um, but he just had a new book called The Shards come out, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually read it on his podcast. Oh. Um, but I stopped listening to the last handful of chapters, and I was like, "Well, then I'll," because that's what he did during the pandemic. He wrote a new book, and uh, so then he used his podcast. He just read chapters on his podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So now his book's finally out. But yeah, he has some really good, really good stuff. That's like the one fiction I. Mm. get drawn to because it's all about like LA like 1980s LA it's like all he writes about mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty good cool yeah give me other book related questions you need to get out I don't think so so oh I guess the one <laughs> thing is now that we say you downtown where's your space how can people <laughs> yeah, find you all that stuff like, you know. I know I thought in the beginning <laughs> I was like okay downtown's one thing but like people need to know where you are so the address move, yeah, yeah the address is 216 Main Street East so it's right next to where bookends on Main was um and you can find our website at Dragon Tale T A L E Books dot store. Okay. Cool. And I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I tried a few TikToks. We'll see how that goes. Gotta get on TikTok. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've it's it, I've learned all about that. I'm missing out heavily that I need to get more on TikTok. <sighs> I don't know if you need to. Well, I need to understand what the I generation think that below you, me you knows. You generally do not understand the culture of society younger than you, unless you are on TikTok. See, at that's this what point. I want. I need to like, know. That's what. That's probably what you're doing too. You need to try to figure out what the 25 and unders. There's been times where I've like used slang or like made jokes that are on the internet in real life and people are like what are you saying yeah. like uh, i'm embarrassed oh, like, <laughs> I, know. I have to say like this super sidebar just because you said it the my favorite gen z word is yeet yeah uh do you know what that is that's like where you like You're just throwing something throwing basically. something usually yourself usually yourself <laughs> like like the comma like 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 let's yeet that into the sun or yeah. like it's a pretty common i'm like this is a great word I'm like, I'm so glad that I've learned this from this generation. Because <laughs> like, this word is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think that's on the way out, too, already. I'm sure it's it fast. is. It's fast. It's happening it, fast it, now. I can't keep up. Yeah. I just work with a lot of younger people. So, right, so I you get it. keep up on the trends. Yeah. But okay. it will um, rot your brain and take all of your free time <laughs> away. So 
download is, it wisely, I guess. Which is why you should go to Dragon Tail Books and buy a book. Instead. And try not to Absolutely. write Right. Yeah. See? Find your next, next adventure. Yes. So, yeah. The yeah. slow, slow movie movement, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's exactly it. And also, it's fun adding books to your bookshelf at home. I yeah, love I it. can't. I know I love it. I don't it. have room. Why is that such a thing? Why I don't is know. why do us as humans love love it's having this like all these spines just sit I next to know. each other shelf knowing you haven't read half of them? I don't yeah. I love it. It's the the potential. It is. Mm-hmm. Like at that. any moment I could grab one and just just read it <laughs> if I Will wanted I? to. Will probably I not. probably not, but I I could. I could. At yeah. any moment. You never know. My mom will give me books, and she's like, "It'll just look good on your shelf." Yeah, <laughs> you don't exactly. Have to read it. I'm like, "Well, that's I know. the point." <laughs> I, I, like, I don't really like coffee table books because I just they're just kind of whatever. But I bought this uh, really nice illustrated Pan's Labyrinth book oh, off yeah. the movie, and it the, this book is gorgeous. I mean, it's so beautiful. I spent way too much money on it, and uh, and like I'm like I'm never gonna read this thing. I'm like, why would I? It's it's but it's beautiful. It just looks good oh, to you own. You just need to flip through it sometimes. I know, I do. I randomly, I'll just like flip through and I'll see a sketch of like whatever the artist drew like early in the film panels and I'm like, that's cool. All right. And then I just <laughs> set it. I'm like, but it looks gorgeous. I'm like, it's such a cool thing to own. Mm. So It's a piece of art. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm guilty of buying books because the cover is nice. Like I, yeah. I definitely am like a visual book shopper. Like if it's Absolutely. got a boring cover, I probably won't even pick it up and look at it. Well, why do you think I'm sure if Dragon Tail Books, uh, all the cute book covers are the ones that are facing the humans. Everybody else is spying out just because mm-hmm. you have to have that. Well, nice. I have half the space. So I right. have to face more spying out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I'm sure but I'll work on it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it There's has to like be. There's like millions of options. Yeah, I don't exactly. know how you even narrow it down to I begin with. I don't either. I'm putting book orders and stuff sounds like a complete anxiety attack <laughs> waiting to happen. Of like what I would ever bring in. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, yeah, exactly. I just have to, I have to do a lot more reading so I can recommend. Right, I, I was, yeah. That was the one thing I was going to say. Is like I worked at a liquor store for a long time. And, um, like a liquor store, you can kind of get it, right? Like, I understand what whiskeys are like. I understand what scotches are like. Like, I get it. But, like, I was loving people. Like, have you had this one? I'm like, oh, this one scotch of the 55 we have? No, I have not. But that's like $300. Yeah, you're like, like, yeah, that's yeah, my favorite Yeah, drink. that's my favorite one. Look, I was thinking <laughs> that about you. It's like, have you read this? I'm like, mm, yeah, sh- I did read this and the other 100,000 books I have in the store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I heard it was good. Yeah. Uh, I read that it was great. Every, you know, we had like, one yeah. customer say they loved it mm-hmm. and we bought a million, uh, tons of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, get people the right shelf talkers that have read it. Oh, so, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you <laughs> too. The cute. more, the longer that you're open to, the more you'll just keep yes. hearing people's yeah, opinions, whether you want them or not. Exactly. People are going to come in and yes, tell you all of their Everyone's a book opinions. reviewer when they come in. I'm that'll sure. be great. Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, mm-hmm. well, great. Um, well, we end the podcast with the same two questions to every guest. So uh, I guess I can go first. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is, we'll just go off what we were saying. Mine's, what's your favorite movie? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because um, it depends on who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, who's in it? Um, well, I don't know if it's considered a movie, but the, there was an A and E version of 
Pride and Prejudice okay. with Colin Firth. <laughs> with Colin Firth. Which was yes. so good. Yeah. <laughs> so does that count? That counts. <laughs> TV movie, we're good. Yeah, that's so true. good. <laughs> I have not, I've seen that. <laughs> TV yeah. movies it was good tv movies are good <laughs> of course i got really sucked into christmas movies this year oh no oh my were god hallmark channel in it oh basically man. Oh, i don't man. have hallmark but i did watch basic all the all equivalent of, the... of them on netflix because there was a whole category of yep. christmas movies and i was like well <laughs> better watch them all gross never in my life have been a hallmark movie person oh. i don't know what got into me this year but suddenly i really enjoy them <laughs> like wow one hour in they're finally gonna kiss <laughs> and that's the peak of the movie. the movie that's the whole movie that's what they got we you. waited the whole time for this <laughs> same with pride and prejudice yeah, exactly same, same with pride and prejudice same exact thing yeah <laughs> um my question is what kind of good food have you eaten lately oh good food um my cousin made me lazy lasagna mm. which was really good it's a vegetarian spinach yeah mm. and you don't have to cook the noodles first so got that recipe it was really good Ooh, cool <laughs> i love lasagna Always. that's one of the things i miss eating the most i'll see my crock pot lasagna quite a bit because oh it's just like that lazy you don't cook the noodles first you just throw everything into a crock pot and just layer it and mm. set it and boom it's done Yum. That sounds yeah, delicious. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've yet to find a dairy-free version that is actually Oh, lasagna? Good. Yeah. That's true. Because ricotta cheese specifically, in my opinion, is an important ingredient in lasagna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you can't get, I mean, maybe you can now, but there's a, I got to find a way to make a, it. There's uh, a zucchini noodle lasagna that's really mm. good. You use tofu. Oh, um, yeah, as kind of the cheese that crumbles. Work. That's I think it was chocolate covered Katie mm. recipe. <laughs> that was good because then you later. use the fake like the yeah. mozzarella on top. But yeah, it's tofu with garlic mm. and and that crumble kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. that Look makes that. sense. So. Yeah. I always forget about tofu. Honestly, <laughs> I never cook with it. I always forget about it. Mm. <laughs> well, now you have a recommendation. <laughs> yes. from, yeah, uh, I'm on a cooking food. spree again. You know, I kind of ebb and flow with my cooking, but yeah, I made a pot food. pie this week, which I Ooh. thought was going to be very challenging, and it was one of the easiest things. <laughs> I was like, this is so easy. What you am I going to do? You put a pot pie in a bowl and put dough over it. Yeah, you just like cook some vegetables and <laughs> milk, and then dump it in a dish. Yeah. Put a crust on the top. <laughs> Here I am thinking that this crust is going to be the most complicated thing. It's just like three ingredients in a food processor, <laughs> and then you roll it out. So. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Well, Damn. thank you for coming on. Well, we thank appreciate you for having me. Yeah, it's oh, exciting. I don't know. Yeah, good luck in all the, <laughs> all the stuff. So hopefully people, again, Dragon Tail Books. Yeah, what are your hours? When, yeah, it's when one more time. When can people come visit? Yeah. So open every day. Um, Monday, it's 10 until 5, and then Tuesday through Saturday, it's 10 until 7 p.m., and then Sunday, 11 to 4 perfect all right yeah so, yeah so come downtown and get a book and yeah. shop local that's what we want so you can yeah. even make it after work yes <laughs> I thank you yeah. hours <laughs> after five is spectacular so you're already uh one step above okay. right on that especially for a bookstore like i'm i'm not going in there to be in it now like i am a <laughs> wanderer a like time. barnes and noble is a is a destination for me 100 <laughs> like, percent. i need an hour at least yes to just you need wander. the time and i'm not going like on lunch break because i don't have enough time so yeah. thank you for how am i going to read all of the books covers if i <laughs> don't have two hours exactly so <laughs> awesome. all right well thank, thank you. you and you can do the ending like you always do 
I'm just going to tell you to do it this time. Because so I forgot one time. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time. See you later.